Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Yeye Martinez. <laughs> and this is Beauty in the Beast mode. What's up, Big Jeff? I'm excited. Uh, our show is less than two weeks away. February 10th. I am ready for it, I think. I know we've, we've had a lot of people say that they're going to show up. Yep. You, if a lot of people don't show up, if the people that, that say they're going to show up don't show up, how would you feel? Like, how do you feel when somebody's like, oh, I'll do, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and then doesn't do it? I feel that they're, well, you feel let down. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I try to be a person of my word. If I say that I'm going to do something, mm-hmm. I try to do it unless there's some like unseen, unforeseen circumstances that I can't. Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of people told us, man. I, I And they weren't Hispanic. Like, so if they were Hispanic, I'd be like, I don't know if I would believe them or not. I'd be like, yeah, I'll see it. When, I'll believe it when I see it. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, Hispanics keep their word, but I, they might make it like halfway through the show. They might show up like halfway through the show. Minority time. It's minority time. What time is it? Minority time. If anybody shows up late to the show, that's what we got to shout out. What time is it? Minority time. Half hour, half hour early. <laughs> just looking at a newspaper. That's when, when is this show going to start? Mm, well. Nice breeze tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it, man. Now, I I feel like you might be a little apprehensive or getting some cold feet. Duck cold feet. You got the duck cold feet. Be truthful, Jeff. But what did you tell me? I would say that I am not a comedian. Okay. Right? Okay. I'm a guy that tells funny stories, makes people laugh. I'm quick-witted, right? You're quick-witted. Yeah. I can't speak something <laughs> like that, but I'm quick-witted in like one-on-one or Right. Okay. And I would agree with that. So that's what I am. I am no comedian. Therefore, you have some duck confit about um, actually doing some material and set on stage with me. told you we're better than that. I'm down with that we are better than that my friend you understand what i'm saying you are better than that we've got some great stuff we do, we do man we do and i i have uh 
expectations for you. I won't say whether they're low or high. <laughs> I've got some expectations. I have some expectations for the show in itself, man. I think that... Uh, Is there an over-under on whether I will show up? <laughs> oh, does he show up? What do you got? No, I mean, I know you'll be there, man. I know it's important to you. And uh, I, I want you to get on the stage. I want you to be on the stage. People are coming to see Beauty and the Beast mode. Yeah. So. They could also be coming to see Brian Thomas, Chris Buck. Shay Clemens. Clemens. Miguel Colon. Yep. Junior. Yep, that's true. That's true. They might not be coming for us at all. Great point. <laughs> Great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, okay, you're off the hook. Yeah. But man, I, I I'm pretty excited about it. I think we're gonna we're gonna sell out um tickets. You can make your reservations tomorrow. So that's great for us, man. Our it's our like our first big thing. Yeah. And by tomorrow we mean February third. Because yeah. people might listen to this six months from now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh my god. Well hopefully they'll just look at the date on on stinking iTunes or SoundCloud or Google Play Plus. Google Play. Google Play. Yep. Hey, I'm so good. I'm so good at plugging all of these platforms that host the Beauty and the Beast Mode podcast. And if people would like to get in touch with us privately, oh, hey, hey, hey. That's us. Does that go to both of us or just one of us? Main that we, we both. both What's I don't know the password. Jeff, I feel like it's been a while since we did a week in the life of Jeff. A week in the life of Casa de la Fremid. It's been, uh, it's been one week since you looked at me. Been some stuff. Woo. Some stuff going on. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of stuff. My uh, so we went to New York for uh, Christmas. Wow! Right? Wow! Taking it back, week in a, this is a a month in the life. Yeah. A, mo- a month in the life. <laughs> so did that. Saw some peeps. Saw some friends. Saw family. Came back with the wife's mom, and she just left this Tuesday. So that's a month. Of, <laughs> that's a month in life. Yeah, yeah. My oldest just turned sixteen this past Monday. So there's that. Uh, we had to deal with her that if she gets AB honor roll all year, that she gets a pretty slammer car, vehicle. I was gonna buy her a Toyota SJ. Okay. Will you buy me one? That's one of her favorites. Yeah, yeah. Get AB honor roll for us. <laughs> You're like, yeah, tell her we'll get her a Camaro. <laughs> you want to learn gaming? All right. <laughs> uh, so that's gone. So every, like, husky car that we see uh-huh. when we're driving, I'm like, yo, there's your car. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Beat up. 1982 Toyota Tercel. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Little one. So she's been cool. In past episodes, we spoke about how the older one was kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Doing all this stuff. 
So she kind of mellowed out a bit this weekend. So yeah. the little one now has picked up right where the other one left. Oh, man. Except it's like she left, her, she left her plans underneath the mattress or yeah. something, right? So the devil has jumped from one to the other. <laughs> Satan be gone! Ugh. The other one gets it. Mm-hmm. But I'll rewind. The, the wife went to the dentist last week. We go to the same dentist. Yeah. Got to plug it. Alexander Dental, St. Augustine, Florida, over in the public shopping center. Pew, pew, pew. Shout out to Alexander Dental. Uh, dude's a Marine. Okay. And decided to do some dentistry. Mm-hmm. So now he's a dentist. Awesome guy. He also, him and his wife do like acting on the side. So like Interesting. Uh, Players by the Sea is a playhouse in Jacksonville Beach, mm-hmm. and they did they put on uh, the show Rent, the musical. Five thousand hundred and twenty-five minutes. How do you measure measure a year? Tell Alexander I'd try I'm gonna try out for Rent. Nice. nice. A in, years ago. Oh wow! So, I thought this was in the past month. So they put on Rent a couple of years ago. Couple. Okay. Going back and forth, going back and forth, and I had done a whole bunch of stuff, and I said, some, I texted something to the effect of, you know, if you want to give me some blowies tonight in res, uh, reciprocation or whatever, uh, I won't fight you. So she, ha, 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 that's good. And then she's like, yeah, I, she texted me, yeah, I showed the girls here at the office. And I'm like, what the hell are you showing the girls at the office that for, you know? Uh-huh. Well, it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I go to that dentist too, dude. Winds up that, sure enough, this week, I go to the dentist. And I walk, like, I'm outside, and I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be freaking awful. Uh-huh. Winds up that, walk in, boom, hey, Jeff, how you doing, blah, 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 sign the thing. All right, I'll get Sherry for you in a minute. He's going for a cleaning. Like, you care about me. <laughs> He does it, they don't, yeah. Dude rolls back. It was like out of a movie, like all slick rollback. He goes, so, how was that blowjob last week? Oh, instant red. So I started cracking up hysterics. Uh And he starts cracking up hysterics, like even louder than I am. Uh Uh-huh. It was like, hey, Jeff. <laughs> hey. Uh, uh, so I said, you know, so how was that last week? And I said, it was pretty damn good, you know. And mm-hmm. we laughed again. And thankfully, moved on from it. But I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. So I had to talk with the wife that night. And, I'm and she's like, if you only knew half of the stuff that I've shown them. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty interesting, brother. Yes, getting out of your comfort zone, want to play a trumpet. When is your first lesson? Now, is this the trumpet that, like, was going to get tossed out? Yes. Right? Then you say you went home and was, like, on the kitchen table, and you're like, what are you doing with the trumpet? Yep. And, like, getting rid of this shit. Yep. Which, it's the trumpet is her dad's trumpet. Her dad's no longer here with us. So, he, uh... So, she's going to get rid of it? Oh, no, she... Oh, yeah, that's right. Somebody borrowed it. Yeah, that's right. I'm excited for you, man, and I want to play, so you better get on it, or else I don't, I'm not going to learn how to play the trumpet. Yeah, for some reason, you said you wanted to do it. Yeah, man. I, wanted, I, wanted, I, wanted, I need something like that, man. I feel like it'll open up my, my creativity, and who knows? It does, brother. Music. Woo. Music makes you lose control. Boom. <laughs> Uh, probably not as exciting as some of those, uh, stories that you had. Oh, no, no dentist visits? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, man, just getting ready for the show, I think, man. You know, just trying to get to some, some mics and, uh, work on some, some new material, uh, polish up some of the older stuff. So I've heard. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, man. I I had the opportunity to do that. Uh, yeah, this past weekend, uh, it was. I was taken aback, man. Like honestly, like. I remember, growing up, watching that dude on Comic Relief, and and. I mean, he paved the way, for Latino comics, like before. George Lopez, there was Paul Rodriguez. You know, and people paved the way for Paul Rodriguez, obviously, but he was the he was the dude when it came to Latino comedy. And just even being in his presence, like being in the green room, it was like, how do I like how do I break the ice here? Like, I mean, because when you're in the room with comics, like you guys start to talk and everything like that, but some some people are just to themselves. Like, they want to do what they do. Like, e- even though we, we do what we do on stage, when we're not on stage, we just want to be left alone and stuff. Like, even though I'm a comic, and he's a, uh, even though I'm a comedian, he's a comedian. Like, this dude has, he's been doing comedy as long as I've been alive. So, and I wanted to let him know that, hey, like, thank you for paving the way so that I can even be up here doing this. So, 
I told I told her. I mean, I told her. I said, man, I I appreciate being able to be on the show with you. It means a lot, uh, and thank you. You know, uh, he. It was interesting. We got to talking because, uh, I mean, we could talk about comedy, but you know, you want to get. I want to get to know somebody, and so we started talking about because he was in the military, and he served in the Vietnam War. And right before one of his, he was about to go up for one of his sets, like he and I were in a deep conversation about him being in Vietnam and what he experienced. And it was like deep. And next thing you know, it's like, coming to the stage, Latino King Comedy, yeah, Paul Rodriguez. And he's like, I've got to go. And then he went and rocked and got a standing ovation, you know? So it was, it was good for me to see, man. I, I I got to perform with him two times and uh was had the opportunity to watch him and I'm glad that I did. Like so it was it was good. It was definitely inspiring. So yeah, but and then just trying to stay out here and keep doing coming up with better and better jokes, man, you know? So maybe we'll get some more out of uh our show that we have coming up, I'll be able to tell some jokes about you, maybe. <laughs> One of my buddies. The buddies. I don't know if that was Chris Rock, Bill Cosby, like blend. It was a mix. It was a mashup. So that's about it, man, on my end. Nothing major. About, about taking off some Chinese food. Really? Yeah. We could, you we could. Buy the food, right? Uh-huh. I got the food. Uh-huh. But what did I use? My card. To pick up the food. Right. I said, okay, cool. And I said, I don't think that I could pass for Jason Martinez. Uh-huh. A very tiny picture, though. A tiny picture, which makes you look even skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> so I was bugging out. I'm like, here we go. I'm going to get locked up. Uh-huh. $14 worth of chicken. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. Jeff, I got a question for you. What is it that you think about when you wake up in the morning? What's the first thing you think of? How do you express gratitude that early in the morning? What's your process? So normally, uh, I'll sit on the back porch and I'm just hanging. Uh, Shirt on or off? 
I just want to say, I want to, I want to paint the picture for the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About how long is that process, you think? About 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Uh, what do you think of when you wake up? Damn, it's early. No. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm grateful. I think just, you know, uh, I'm grateful. I maybe don't think that like immediately, like oh, I'm grateful for waking up and I probably should more, but I think like it feels good to wake up to me. Like I like waking up. I like waking up early because I want, I want to get as much out of my day as possible. Uh, a couple of days a week I'll get up and, and go uh, help some, some, some uh people with their lifestyle and we'll go out and we'll we'll train and do some exercise uh and then a few days out of the week i'll get up and try and train myself um just kind of get my day going some days i like to wake up and just like i still wake up early but i just like to take my time with everything i put i put some jazz music on and either like Miles Davis Station or uh, John Coltrane and just let it play for a bit, usually like when I'm brushing my teeth and, th- and everything like that. And uh, before, like, because I know a lot of people get up, turn the news on, everything, start getting their day go like that. I can't do that. I, I can't do it. I have to, I have to let my mind, because I know that everything's about to be full steam ahead. So I just like to, like, even though I'm relaxed because I'm getting up, but when you get up, you like you're thinking about stuff already. I gotta do this today. I gotta do this. I gotta, I gotta do. I have this ready. This ready. I kind of like like to like to let my mind relax a little bit, and I think jazz does that for me. So that's kind of, I guess, how I would express gratitude early in the morning. Um, but I think it's important. <clears throat> Probably something that a lot of people don't do, but I think, like you said, finding that zen as soon as you can, I think is important. It connects you to your surroundings. It connects you to your being. And I'm not, like, I didn't read any shit. I'm just, I'm, this is how I feel, right? I feel like it connects me to my surroundings. Like it connects me to my being. Um, it connects me to those thoughts that are most important to me. So I think it's good practice. <laughs> but why? Why do you? Why would you think that? Okay. Is there something behind that joke? Uh, so you were talking about the Zen moment and being one with 
yourself and your surroundings, that normally comes crashing down as soon as I walk in the door. And I gotta try to get my 12 year old up who normally wakes up and is all pissed off. That's why you have to get Zen before. That yeah. saves her every morning. Yeah. From like a choking out. <laughs> <laughs> Choke slam. Yeah, cause you're 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 famous for putting a song on Facebook almost like every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so classical music in the morning is critical. Mm-hmm. Story I've been listening to a lot lately was I think we played it a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh yeah, that piece. Oh, no, I think I just played it. Mo Wayne's a piece. <laughs> If you do that as Jeff's joint today, I'm just going to stop this entire episode. But, like, the trumpets in there, and especially, like, the string instruments in there are just amazing. So, like, that, I love that. Any classical music, Bach, Beethoven, you know, Brahms, like, all these different composers. Yeah, I just started recently playing classical music at work like just in my headphones like they you find a station classical for studying or classical for work or whatever they got all kind of stuff right. uh, and man it works yeah. so if you totally want to have a your zen moment do this tomorrow I'm telling you anybody listening do this tomorrow when you wake up and you're gonna do your zen thing whatever it may be whether it's going out on a porch or a patio or just having a moment to yourself in the bathroom or whatever it is. I want maybe not a moment. <laughs> I want you to pop on a song. It's Aaron Neville singing Ave Maria. Yeah. Okay. The most beautiful. Is that kind of Aaron Neville-ish? Ave Maria. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maria. Uh, if I knew the words, I would keep going. I don't know the words. But it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, wow. I, I try one more time. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Absolutely. That is that obviously is a Ave Maria. That that Ave Maria. It's gonna take you a while to find it. Um. So that's your Zen. Do you feel that? Um, help me out here. What am I going to ask you, Jeff? Aaron Neville? (laughs) 
I feel like I sounded the same. That's good stuff. So earlier this year, we talked about what our statements were or what we would affirm for this year. You said yours was getting out of your comfort zone. Do you feel to this point, it's been a month, it's been a month, do you feel that you've made strides toward getting out of your comfort zone? Yes. How? Picked up the trumpet again. That was one of them. Uh, A big thing for me has been having more patience with my children. So they have a way of pushing every button that I have. When you, this is what I want you to do. Do you, do you like hit your kids? Like when you discipline them? Nope. No? Okay. I was going to say, like, what I want you to do is like, <laughs> if you're going to discipline them and you're going to spank them or something like that, I want you to play Ave Maria as you do it. Just, <laughs> and do it in slow motion in your head, like, Ave Maria, as your hand comes down. <laughs> Pow! Marty. <laughs> like a good fella scene or something. So there's that. So they know how to push every button of mine. And, you know, in the past, I would get really pissed off. And just because I couldn't understand how they could be so disrespectful and be acting the way that they are to a parent, to me, their parent. By who? So what, what, if you said the, how old is she, 14? The younger one. Hmm. 12. 12. I said 12 in my head. I don't know why I said 14. She's 12. (laughs) Shut the hell up, man. How old is she now? 14. (laughs) 12. 12. The 12-year-old. Is starting to act more like the 16 year old. Right. How are you going to do things differently than what you did with 16 year old? You're talking about expressing more patience and whatnot. Well, the good thing is that I've been broken. The first one broke me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She tamed the wild stallion. Right, right, right. Pause. Okay. Um, and kind of just be more lighthearted about it. How are you not? 
how are you going to avoid using the phrase uh like you're trying to be like your sister or your sister did that oh, <laughs> Well, then you might be right. You got another thing coming. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, my my baby's mama said that because my daughter's 16 now and, you know, has a 16 year old attitude or whatever for some things. And she said that she put on ignore. Just put a she put on she put on <laughs> she hit the, the, the silent button and and then that, like that drove my daughter crazy. And after a while, she's like, are you going to talk to me? Are you ever gonna talk to me? Can you stop and just please talk to me? So that might be work. That might work. Right. So I did that. I think when the older one was like fourteen, mm-hmm. I said, "You have nothing nice to say to me." And she came back. With did you snap? Uh-huh. So it was a good like three days that it went. And the last day the wife was working all day. So literally she's like, Dad, can I blah blah blah? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Dad, can you blah blah blah? Nothing. To where finally, like that night, she's like, I get it. And she told me why she gets it and she apologized and all this kind of stuff. Did you give her nothing there too? That would have been, oh, that would have been so good. I think I said something like, you know, I appreciate you apologizing, and I'm happy that you get it. Now go to your room. Get out of my face. Huh. Well. Shit's not always, you know, happy-go-lucky, you know, like Facebook. mm Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Jeff. Uh. That just reminded me of the original scene with the cops. When he did that. Ah. Who? <laughs> oh man, I forgot all about that one. Oh, that's so great, man. 
jumping up all up on my couch. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, he I bet he would have had a killer special if he was out right now. Yeah. So Bernie's a perfect example of that. Like, do you think comedy would be different today? Oh, wow. I think you have a lot more people commenting on comedy. Uh, oh, wow. I think in, in certain ways, but I think that because social media is what it is and you can provide comedy in different ways or you can provide laughter to people in different ways um, that because you have comedians out there that say stuff about that stuff uh, com but, but how comedy different how like I think Bernie Mac would be king of comedy period hands down I think if Eddie Murphy had continued to do a few stand ups or did a couple more stand ups he'd be king of comedy like I mean and some people still see him like as king of comedy um and he in many ways, he probably is, but then you got cats like Kevin Hart that sell out football stadiums. Right. You got people like Dave Chappelle, who is an absolute monster. Right. A monster. And you got your Louis C.K.'s, you got your Bill Burr's, you got, uh, you got your uh, Russell Peters. Um, so you got a lot of people out there that are, are internationally renowned and, and uh, can fill up so many different places. I think you just have maybe some people's time would not have come as soon as they thought it would or maybe it would have came in a different way. I don't know, man. That's a tough question because social media, with social media the way that it is and people were able to provide any kind of content and people then saying uh, or labeled, labeling those characters as comedians... It's like, what's the true form of comedy? Like, how do you define these different avenues of comedy now? Is it all underneath one category? Is it different? Is this dude, can this dude not do a stage? And can this dude not do a skit? And like, so it's just, it's weird. It's weird, man. But I think, I think Bernie Mac would be the king of all comedy if he were still alive. Yeah, and then you got, I mean, you got, like, Paul Rodriguez, for example. Been doing comedy 38 years. You don't see him anywhere, really. 
right? Probably in L.A. in the West Coast, but and then the people that know him know him from a lot of his older stuff, you know. Right. So you wonder if, like, how does it go from one spectrum all the way to the other, and why is that? I think that scares a lot of comedians about comedy. Like, when's my next gig? Am I going to get on this show? Am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to get on Conan? Am I going to get on, uh, if I go out for this audition or whatever it is, you know? Because your, your current job is your last job, unless, you know, until you get booked again. So it's difficult, man. But, yes. If you're trying to ask me if Bernie Mac would be the king of comedy if he was still alive, Absolutely. Yeah. And they're funny. Some of them are, are super funny. Right. Some are. <clears throat> but. I've seen plenty of crap, though, that has a million views and like a million likes. And it's like, really? Yeah. 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 So. Then it's like, it's funny, but is it? Is it? Uh, and then how are you defining comedy? I, yes, that's funny. But is it comedy? Or can you go up there and can you tug at somebody and get them to lean into what it is that the story that you're telling and and be captivated throughout your entire set and just be able to have them in the palm of your hands and you know when the laughs are going to come and if they're not coming you can say i'm going to do this and you know you're going to get this laugh can you do that is that is that how we define comedy or is comedy just being able to turn like just get somebody to giggle like or look at a video you know so it's a struggle man like i mean i don't do it you know i don't do it Full time, I'm a comedian, but I don't. I'm not like an. I'm not a comedian that's out there on the road and hitting the pavement. And but even with the the little very little that I do, it's still like. And maybe it's because I'm. I don't do it as much as others that I'm like, man. How does how do I, how can I do this and do that? But yeah, so it's 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 weird, man. But when you see somebody do comedy, whether it be a local comedian or comedian that you see on Netflix or whatever kind of special, you know that's comedy. Right. Regardless of the of the subject and the content, like they can make a content that would normally make somebody uncomfortable and make them think about it and make them laugh about it, even though if they were talking to have a normal conversation with somebody, they would cringe about it, right. you know? Right. So. So, Louis Black is one of my favorites. Yeah. And his, I think it was his original comedy special mm-hmm. on HBO. It was called Black on Broadway. Right. Bro, I could still watch this thing like once a week. Mm-hmm. And just laugh and laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody has not seen Black on Broadway, Louis Black, check it out. Yeah. Great. So by the way, segue into how the hell did we miss that Billy Crystal played the Florida? I knew he was coming. I saw it. 
When what, what day was it? It was like this past Tuesday or something. Yeah, I knew he was gonna be here. Yeah. I just missed it, brother. Yeah. Actually, I looked at seats. I looked at seats. The seats were in the nosebleeds. The seats were in the nosebleeds. What was left was in the nosebleeds. Wow. Yep. So, but I bet that was. And then Chappelle just came by? Chappelle's coming next week. I'm going to see him. Oh, next week? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't buy the tickets. I didn't buy the tickets. Somebody bought the tickets. Somebody bought the tickets, man. They said Chappelle's tickets sold out in ten minutes. They said when they opened when they opened it up, it pretty much like crashed. Yeah, that's where it was. Is that where Billy Crystal was? No. Who was in there? Oh, okay. yeah, they had like bad. Bad seats, not bad, but the only seats were far away. And I'm like, if I'm going to see Billy Crystal, I don't want to sit way up there. Yeah. So. I think it was the same spot that Bill Burr was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and the seats were up top. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But yeah, so Chappelle's going to be doing that too, I think. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we know how that is. <laughs> Bill Burr's new specials on Netflix. Do you have Netflix? Is that like the Constellation Prize? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. That's wild. Sometimes I think about the comedians that I've come across and wonder who's going to be the first to make it big or get their own show or stuff you know it's interesting you got to put in a lot of work yeah yeah you know, but if anything's worth it's funny bro like i remember when i was with my band and we'd be playing shows and some shows we had to pay to get on mm-hmm Yeah. That somebody's gonna see us. Mm-hmm. But when it all came down to it, like, yeah, in the back of my head, was, of course, like everybody's dream as a musician is like, oh, record deal, you know? But God, we just love playing music, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the thing, too, man. I, I love, I love the lean in more than anything. I just love the lean in and. When there's a that 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 moment of silence between the crowd and you, and they're leaning in, and you think, "Oh, I got them! I got them!" That that is what I, that's that that's what hits me when I'm on stage. It's just that leaning, like he's getting ready to say something that's gonna be so outrageous or just so funny, and I'm like, "Yeah!" And then I drop the line, and nobody laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> I'm like it was just me. I was the only one leaning. <laughs> no, but that moment, man, is the, is the best, man. Yeah. Look, look at us kids talking about uh. The, <laughs> what could talking about what could have been. Oh. But. Yeah, Jeff, got our show coming up, man. I'm looking forward to it. I got uh, 
expectations for you. And well, I told you we gotta get we gotta get you out to a mic this week just to loosen you up a bit, so you can be around the comedy, and you can you can you can get a a, a feel for, okay, this is the flow. This is how things might go. This is how silent it might be. This is how the crowd might be. Just to get you, we we'll loosen you up, man. Probably get that from watching Bill Burr's on Netflix. So. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably get that from Ida B C and Oz, but you know what? Jeff. Can I say a couple of things before we Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw two movies that were so good. La La Land? No. Okay. I didn't watch that yet. It's good. Patriots. Patriots Day? Mm-hmm. I saw it. Yep, I saw it. Cast mm-hmm. everybody. Yep. And the way they did it, my God, it took you back. You know, I was talking about being in the youth homes, mm-hmm. remembering everything that went on. Uh, and Hidden Figures. Saw that one. Yeah. Hidden that one just won uh like best screenplay or best movie out at the SAG Awards or something. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, the performances by everybody in that was just. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great, thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, I saw Patriots Day, and it, it, I mean, it, it tells a story that didn't get told, you know? Yeah, good stuff. Jeff, how can we experience the great things that are happening around us more? Cool. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was your beast mode <laughs> moment. <laughs> See what I did there? It was the beast mode moment. It was the beast mode moment. We talked about meditation, Zen, um, kind of centering your centering yourself when you first wake up in the morning. Um, I think that all ties into being able to experience the great things that are happening around you more. Showing that gratitude as soon as you wake up, as soon as your feet hit the floor when you wake up in the morning. And whether it's that, that jazz to soothe you or watching the sunrise, right? Those things that can help you express gratitude and center yourself and ground yourself and connect you to the thoughts that keep you inspired and motivated throughout the day. That's how you can experience the great things that are happening around you more. That is your beast mode moment. Nice. Jeff. I'm glad you added that on because I was going to say if I gave the beast mode moment, then you'd have to throw in the joint. The joint. Yeah. Ave Maria. So since I'm a kind individual and I am in the present and in the moment. In the present? You're in the president? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> so I listen and am here during your beast mode moment, mm-hmm. which a lot of the times is why it takes me 
so long to come up with a gesture. Because I'm not fumbling through looking for something while you're speaking. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know why? Because you out of respect. Thank you for that, Jeff. It was out of respect. I'm gonna go with it was out of respect. I'm gonna go with uh Robocop two. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Godfather movie? And you know why? It was Godfather. Was it Bronx Tale? No. What was it? Goodfellas. Oh! You know why? It was out of respect. Well, the way that you said it. The way that you said it the first time was like from a scary movie or something. But when you did it the second time, <laughs> when you did it the second time, you sound a little more like Ray Liotta. Okay. So... I was like, oh, yeah. Then it connected me to that scene in the movie, yeah. That was good. That's a pretty good Ray Liotta, man. Thanks. Speaking of Ray Liotta, while I look for my thing here. Uh-huh. So, did you watch last season, Shades of Blue? Shades of Blue? Was that the one with Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Shades of Blue? Yeah. I didn't. It was really good. Was it really good? They're coming back for another season. They're coming back? Shades of blue. I didn't. Uh, but you know what? I, honestly, now that it, season one is done, maybe I can go watch it on demand and just rewind through all the commercials. That'd be good. Shades of blue. You see shades of bluey over here. Uh, ho, 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 ho. Hey, are you more of a casino or... Was with Casino? Was it? It wasn't Casino and Goodfellas that came out at the same time. Was Casino and was the other one? Was it Goodfellas? Because there were two there. There were two movies. Casino. I think Robert De Niro. Was it Goodfellas? Was like I like this one better than that one. De Niro was in Casino, but there was another one with him and Joe Pesci. Was it Goodfellas? Yes. Man, because it was like, are you more of a casino guy or this one? Maybe it was Goodfellas. Goodfellas is definitely better than casino. Yeah. But casino was, was pretty damn good, too. All time. Remove, oh, yeah. remove Godfathers. Okay. All time favorite mafia movie. I just did. I will let you come back to that next episode. I got it right now. What is it? What is it? You got the Untouchables. Mm, okay. You got Goodfellas. All right. You got, a whole bunch of you got Mean Streets. You got Once Upon a Time in America. Carlito's Way. Are we talking? Yeah, like you could go Scarface. You could go Scarface, yeah. Do you do Gangs of New York? Do, do you put that in there? In that category? I got it on my DVR right now. Do you put it in the same category? 
True, it's gangs. So we're saying mafia then. Like we're saying mafia. Let's we'll stick with mafia. Okay, mob. There you go. Oh, Black Mass. I saw that one. Um, how was that mafia movie? How was that a mafia movie? Okay, okay. Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Nicholson, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got a point there. You got a point there. You got a point there. I'm not a cop. <laughs> wow. I like the older ones, man. So I might, so I might say something like Mean Streets or Once Upon a Time in America. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in America? Yes. Okay. All right. I don't think so. I don't think so, but I think my dad might have had it on laser disc or something. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a co-op. <laughs> I'm not a co-op. <laughs> Jeff. Man, that would be awesome just to have like a, a drive-in theater that just played all of the mob movies in one day. So why did you say Good father is good father like a knockoff of Godfather. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel I feel like everybody goes to the Godfather all the time, you know. So yeah, I feel like you got you got to remove those from the equation, man. I don't think it was Goodfellas that I was thinking about, though. There was Casino, and there was another one. one. Was it Martin Scorsese? Martin Scorsese did them both, right? So, Jeff, it's that time in the show that we have come to what we call Jeff's joint. Are you, my friend, Queued up and ready to go. Uh-uh. No, he didn't. No, he did not. Who do you pick for a mafia movie? Joe Pesci or Robert De Niro? Who played the better mobster? Seven. Casino and Goodfellas then. What about uh do you throw in uh what's the movie with Billy Crystal and Robert De Niro? Analyze this and then <laughs> analyze that. Do you throw those in? No. No. As comedy, but 
What about the movie American Hustle? Have you seen that one? Was it a mafia movie? No. Uh, you want to talk, talk American Gangster? American Gangster? Denzel. Yes. That was really good. Forgot about that one. And so if you're just going gangster and not mob, Nino Brown handing out turkeys. New Jack City. Given day, baby. Well, that... Okay, so when you say mob, you're talking about like Scorsese, or not, uh, but you're talking about like... Uh, So American Gangster wouldn't be in that? Uh, Jeff, are you, my friend, queued up? Donnie Brasco? Did you not like that one? Uh, not as much. A Bronx Tale? We forgot about a Bronx Tale. I love the Bronx Tale. Road to Perdition. Have you seen that one? Yeah, it was alright. Uh, uh, what else do we got here? On the waterfront. On the waterfront, with uh, oh, Kings of New York. Oh, Kings of New York, Christopher Walken. Yes. That was a good one. Gangster Squad. Did you see that one? That was kind of recent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was actually pretty decent, I thought. That was with Sean Penn. It was. It was. Uh, it's not recent. Uh, American Me. What are you thinking? Angels with Dirty Faces, yeah? L.A. Confidential. Nah, that's more of a copper movie, see? Did you ever see that? Yeah, I saw it back in the day, see? That was Jeff's joint. Yes, Tell us about it. Just what we were talking about, you know, finding our moment in Zen, having that time of peace and tranquility, and, you know, like you said, settle down, it'll all be clear, you know. Don't give in to the demons, they fill you with fear, you know. Just all that kind of let it go, and you'll feel better. You know what I like? Well, that, I think that song is spot on you know what i liked about what we've done a few times on these on these podcasts is the fact that we can that we've been able to weave in and out right and have these normal organic conversations that take us from kind of our personal lives into what we think 
can help others to back to just hanging out and being able to talk for seven or eight minutes about our favorite mafia movies. You know, I appreciate that. I hope that other people that are listening appreciate it. Some people might have tuned out already, but hey, it is what it is. We're just two regular guys. Two regular guys. Trying to spread some positivity. I am not a cop. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Beauty in the Beast Mode. I am Yeye Martinez. This is Big Jeff. Till next time. Peace.